Welcome to Neoweek Audio, a collection of podcasts and Twitter spaces produced and curated by Neoweek, the number one news and community platform for the Neo Protocol and the Aurora ecosystem. At neoweek.com slash podcasts, you can find every interesting audio piece from the community in one place. We curate content on topics such as DeFi, NFTs, gaming, DAOs, community hangouts, and more. Basically, we got you covered near fam. And without further ado, let's dig in. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. GM. Uh, Metapool, I'll send you a uh, speaking invite. Hey, Worms. Uh, I don't know if the uh, request to speak is working. So um, if anyone wants to speak, maybe, maybe send send me a request and I'll uh, approve it.
There's Claudio. Nice, I see you're up here now. Yeah, let's give it a few more minutes and um, more people will join, I'm sure. So, Yarn, <clears throat> uh, we love making videos, and uh, we have one coming after this Twitter space that is particularly funny. So, uh, make sure to check it out on the Yarn Twitter right after this. Um, Metapool folks, are you uh, okay to start? Just want to make sure you can talk. GM, GM. Good night, good evening, everybody. Hey, GM, Claudio. So um, thank you, everybody, for joining. This is a little mid-vote Twitter space. Uh, wanted to spend some time with Metapool. It's been a little while since we had Metapool on, so I thought it would be a good time to catch up and get a little refresher on anything in here about new updates. Um, but first, I want to give you some quick stats about why ETH. Um, we've got a little under 6,000 ETH deposited. It's like $14 million and yield is around 4.5% as of uh, a few minutes ago. And if you're hearing about this yield and about why ETH for the first time, this is a higher yield than most LSTs. And where does that come from? Well, the yield comes from all of the underlying LSTs, all of the incentives from inclusion and weight votes and the fees that come from the trades that go on inside of YETH because YETH is an AMM on its own with a swap fee today. Um, we have seven LSTs in the basket from Fraxwell, Lido, Stator, Coinbase, Manifold, and Rocket Pool. And the vote right now, uh, the inclusion vote for Metapool uh, ends in two days, 10 hours. So if you are a staked YETH holder, you've got two days and 10 hours to vote. Uh, don't forget um, to go on there and vote. So uh, Claudio, I, I know you and I have talked at length a number of times, but I want you to uh, introduce you know, who you are, how long you've been working on Metapool, like what else Metapool does, and if you want to, like uh, what you did before you were in crypto, before you were at Metapool too. 
Hey, Horn, Happy New Year, my friend. We haven't talked, so this is a, a chance for me to to say so. Yeah, I haven't. Even though I haven't yes, seen it, you since <laughs> Dev Connect. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hopefully, we'll see each other in, at, at East December. Um, so anyhow, so yeah, it's been been quite a ride, uh, to be honest. Um, I started in crypto in 2018, um, speculating, uh, I think, uh, as, as everybody, uh, sending XRP tokens between my centralized exchange account. <laughs> At that time, we didn't have any fees on it. So anyhow, leveraging that a little bit during that bull run. Um, got exposed to Ethereum in 2017. It was through a um, being part of a small um, investment fund here in Mexico that they were trying to do a liquid fund when those were a thing. And um, <clears throat> eventually that didn't go well because at the end of the day, liquid fund is a security. <laughs> You're selling uh, startups equity in the form of a digital asset. So anyhow. Full on, uh, and then that's how I learned about security. <laughs> um, and more importantly, my, got exposed to my Ether wallet. Uh, so ended up creating the the long cash and the uh, seed phrases and whatnot. And then more importantly, uh, I got exposed into the Ethereum ecosystem and Solidity smart contracts and trying to find somebody that. Um, uh, knew about it on Reddit and all that stuff. Um, and to be honest, it was not a great experience. But then um, all of a sudden, yeah, bull market started and then, yeah, started speculating, but not building. Then in 2019, uh, through a beta invitation to CoinList, I participated in most of the IDOs from or ICOs from CoinList, Lockstack, Near, Solana. Avalanche, Celo, uh, Internet Computer Protocol, Nina, Rally, and a couple of them, right? And so, with that, is uh, I started I started um, create, um, building on top of them through the different hackathons. And so, through Near is how I met my co-founder Lucio, who's here as well. So, shout out to him. Uh, it was through the Near Discord, and that was, I think, uh, during the pandemic. And so. Uh, we started talking. He had that at that time. Lucio was uh, running our wallet, which was the MetaMask for Near, a Chrome extension wallet. And um, and and yeah, one thing led to another, and then he said, "There's this thing called liquid staking." And so, a little bit of background: uh, liquid staking is a form of derivative from a proof of stake uh, token. And so, in this case, it was Near. And so we launched the first liquid staking token on Near called uh, Staked Near or STNear. And what STNear is, is it's a token that is representing the Near being delegated plus the accruing staking rewards without the need to lock in that token. Um, so it helps. And then a very important factor here is, uh, at least for a liquid staking platform, Decentralization should be at the core. That means that whatever delegation you are assigning to that liquid staking platform, it should delegate to as much validator nodes as possible uh, so that you can avoid central centralization aspect. And so 
yeah, uh, fast forward, we launched on Aurora. We started exploring EVMs. Then last year, we successfully launched in July, July, August, we launched uh, MPE, which is Metapole ETH, uh, which is the liquid staking token on top of mainnet. And then in September, October, we supported SSB network for the distributed validator technology framework, which allows us to distribute the delegation of ETH to as much um, up ETH node operators as we can. And so, so it's been, been quite a ride, to be honest. Uh, mostly my background is software as a service, uh, selling apps through the Atlassian marketplace, Sandesk marketplace, Salesforce marketplace and whatnot. Have done a couple of apps that have done zero to one million recurring revenue. So anyhow, I'm in charge mostly of this dev, doing Twitter spaces and whatnot, uh, talking with the marketing team and investment teams. And so anyhow, so I'm more of a, the salesy side of Metapool, and Lucio is more on, is the lead developer in the uh, Metapool DAO. Now to wrap this up, I'm sorry for talking a little bit. It's all good. Um, Metapool is a DAO. Uh, when we launched it, and that's the, the reason that I got off my cushy job is, can we build a platform which allows its users to retain most of the value? And I've seen, in, I've seen this in marketplaces, right? If I'm telling you that I helped create apps that were doing 1 million recurring revenue, that means that the marketplace itself was retaining around $300,000 per month. And to be honest, yes, they created the platform, but at the end of the day, I, I don't think, I don't see that as fair anymore. Maybe in 2016, 15 it was, because it was, you're helping bootstrap the platform, but it comes into a point where you have the problem the same with the App Store and Play Store, right? Which you are relying on these platforms and you are taking a big tax hit on them prior to paying taxes. <laughs> and so when Lucio said, hey, we're going to create this liquid staking platform and it's going to be run by, by a DAO and governance whole, uh, token holders will be the ones retaining most of this value. That, that really, uh, for me, I, I was really excited to build something that, it, that was by the community for the community. And so anyhow, and so here we are. Uh, the first 2000 Ethereum are gonna be, uh, all staking rewards are gonna be allocated to support Ethereum-based projects in emerging markets. And so we are here to support everyone here building on top of Ethereum or near. And so, yeah, so just, uh, just a quote unquote there. Or fully decentralized DAO. So anyhow, really excited about that as well. So MP ETH started in 2021 or 2022? 2023. Got it. 2023. Yeah, last year. Got it. So uh, in there today, um, how much TVL is there today? Yeah, it's close to 870 ETH. Mm -hmm. Let me get the, the latest stats. Um, let me bring that and up. Can and hopefully, and, and uh, so, yeah, so MP ETH can be minted today and it can be uh, redeemed also. Yes, exactly. And, and this is something really important. The so right now it's 861.11 ETH, so it's around two million dollars, 2.05 million dollars. So, this is very important. One of the designs, and this is Lucio to be credited here all the way, is that MP ETH is accruing value every second. 
And so that allows anyone to go delegate and you will get immediately the staking rewards at, at the very uh, next second that you delegate. This is important because in emerging markets, you cannot, you cannot wait a full on epoch in order for you to redeem your staking rewards. And so that's something that has what was built on the core of MPE. Uh, very important, it's not a rebasing asset. So that means that it, you don't have the problem such as Lido that you have to go to wrap SDE in order for, for that token to be accruing in value uh, all the staking rewards. The, the problem with the design for Lido or the challenge more so is that it takes a full on epoch around 24 hours in order for that token to accrue the staking rewards. With Metapool, it is something that is done every second. So do you want to um, describe your validator stack, like who they are, what hardware, what software clients are used, how you manage private keys, that kind of thing? Yes, so that's where we're leveraging SSB network. So SSB allows for the private key to be distributed to four um, operators, SSB uh, uh, direct distributed validator technology operators. Uh, where one of them is, we are running it uh, on the more on the technical side. I think Lucio, Lucio's kind of more more. Uh, if, if you uh, if you can bring him up, that'll be great. Um, he can describe more so on the hardware that is running mm -hmm. and and the software. But what DBT does is that it splits its key into four and allows each and every one of the operators to be, um, how can I say? maintaining the consensus mechanism and more importantly validating transactions on 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 the beacon chain and so with this we also of course slashing is is, is a very important issue while in in any proof of stake uh protocol in the case of eth right uh you are exposed to losing your all your some a, a good chunk of your assets if the validator node goes down or if it goes rogue. So it's very important for the, how do you hedge against uh, slashing? And so this is where the DBT technology comes in and basically allows a, a, a platform such as uh, a Metapool to hedge against this, this scenario of slashing. If one of the operators goes down, then all, all, trans, all transactions and, all, and, and, and the, um, the how you start uh, validating all transactions, you rely on the other three operators, right? You will get uh, a small pen. You will get penalized internally through the SSB network, but you don't lose your ETH. So that's one of the good things about leveraging this DBT technology, and why we're so excited to be supporting SSB networks uh, launch last year. And so that that's that's basically right now where we are on the tech side. Um, I think Lucio is the most uh, appropriate person to answer that question. But anyhow, Lucio, if you can answer on the um, as a comment as well uh, on Twitter, that'll be great. I'll, here, here he comes. Hey, Lucio. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, good, Lucio. You were doing perfectly, Claudio. You you are the technical founder now. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, yeah, that, that. Yeah, dude, dude, it, it's, I, I, I've heard the discussion with the dead team so much that I can just rely on memory, man. But then again, uh, I don't, I don't want to put all my eggs. 
I don't want to put all my all my ETH in in this brain. <laughs> no, no, it's perfect, it's perfect. We we are using SSB, SSB. Moreover, we were we launched even before SSB, and we were ready to use them as soon as they go into mainnet. So, it's a really, a really a, a great technology. As Claudio described, you you have a let's say a distributed uh, keys and distributed validation. It means that in order for a validator to stop validating, let's say, and receive some penalties, uh, you need to for at least two operators to fail at the same time. And more than that, we are monitoring all the, the assignments of node operators. So even if that happens, you have the, the time to create a new cluster and assign to other uh, four validators. That, that is really a very, very interesting technology uh, on Ethereum. I think uh, everything, every validator should be, or, or at least a very big part of all the staking should be done with uh, distributed validator technology. Mm -hmm. So um, that tech, the use of that technology and the way your value accrues like immediately, would you say that those are the two like shifts in value, the two things that makes Metapool unique? Yes, I think uh, it's not unique. Uh, there's a lot of uh, protocols using distributed validator technology, of course, but the Having the, the reward distributed every second, that's quite useful. Uh, also, that, that, the tick, that the token is directly a, an interest accruing token, and that you can use it directly in DeFi without uh, having to wrap it. Mm. And another thing that is interesting and unique, but is sometimes not, not understood, is that we added an AMM swap pool into the contract itself. So if you want to unstake, you have two options. You can uh, do a delayed unstake, that is asking for the protocol to disarm a validator and get your it back, or you can do a fast unstake. And the fast unstake is, is an internal pool into the contract that allows you to do a swap of MPE for ETH. And the big advantage is that you always do that swap at the real price. So we have a backstop, let's say, so we don't depend on third-party um, pools in order to quickly convert MPs to ETH. So it's a, it's a all-in-one contract that includes not only liquid staking, but also a, an internal AMM, an ad hoc AMM that has the true price of the token and allows you to quickly get ATH if you want. That sounds like a good model. It kind of sounds like YETH. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so um, where do you guys see MPE like one year from now or five years from now? Like what are your short-term and uh, long-term visions for this? Yeah. So, so for us, we're building, we're building a platform where anybody that's interested in staking can go to and find different uh, proof of stake tokens uh, on the crypto from from the different um, blockchain ecosystems, right? But more importantly, focusing on emerging markets 
that's why, for example, on ETH, I know that the gas prices right now are, or can be sometimes ridiculous. Um, but for example, you, you can you can um, delegate uh, 0.01 ETH, which is around more so or less $20, $20, $19, depending on the price fluctuation. Of course, of gas, you got to pay a little bit more. We're trying to find out how ways to subsidize gas as well, right? Uh, it's going to be through DAO voting that we allocate these mechanisms, right? For example, right now, all of the staking rewards are being assigned not to the treasury, but being delivered directly to governance token holders that vote for different um, initiatives that help grow the Metapool ecosystem. And more importantly as well, the blockchain ecosystems that we're part of. Right now we're part of three and four, sorry. We're part of uh, Aurora, Ethereum, Q Network and Near. And so it is fully on focus, as I said before, right? It's built by the community for the community. Yes, we bootstrapped it, uh, Lucio, myself, and a couple of, uh, and the Metapool DAO team. But at the end of the day, we would like this for, for it to be decentral, as decentralized as possible. Um, and this is where we are right now, right? We're at a stage where we're onboarding new proof of stake tokens, and we are focusing in helping those ecosystems as well. For example, right now, we're working with the global Chinese community on how we can set up a specific pool for their community, for their donors to donate that ETH and then uh, that, for them to delegate and then for all staking rewards to be allocated to projects in that region. Uh, we're doing it right now on the near ecosystem with like $20,000 in the next MPDAO grants uh, round. And so those are initiatives where we're focusing on the users, the community, and the people that are delegating and then mix it all up and hopefully find sustainability in, in the Metapool DAO. And so, the, and, and it takes a village, right? It takes each and every one of us to delegate Ethereum, Aurora, or Near and Q, and then sustainability, hopefully, is going to be through people being really proactive in helping the protocol grow. That means uh, acquiring or helping us acquire more delegation. And then the partnerships that we do which is, for example, with German Finance, which we believe it's a truly, truly important uh, uh, protocol in the ETH ecosystem and that we want to support and we want to help grow as well, right? And so this is where Composability brings in and the DeFi Lego Bricks uh, uh, vision can truly materialize into helping the community grow. And so with a community growth and focus on mindset, I think we can, we can, uh, we've survived this bear market. Hopefully in this next cycle, uh, we will bring in more exposure to, to other regions and more importantly, helping bring value to users, right? That's why we're building this. And so hopefully we can do this uh, in a decentralized way. Uh, Lucio, I don't know if you want to you wanna add something there. No, but if you want to go a little uh, in detail on the Ethereum side of the multi-chain, of our multi-chain initiatives, I think Ethereum needs to diversify a little the liquid staking tokens. And to be honest, liquid staking is mostly commodity at this point. So that's why we think that these small differences, like you get the, the rewards every seconds instead every 24 hours. And it is cheaper to, to get a, a, an accruing token on the first transaction. That could create some difference, but the final idea is to have 
I guess, several liquid staking providers in Ethereum in order to avoid centralization. And I think uh, Yearn is doing a good job of solving the other problem, is that once you have several liquid staking tokens, you get fragmentation. So I think uh, we are doing well. We, we, we need to grow. It's not easy because we, we started last year on Ethereum, so uh, it is difficult, but it's not impossible. The, the, the growth is slow. That is the, the reality of entering on an already saturated market. Does your Metapool DAO grants program extend to people who want to build on Ethereum? I didn't know you guys had a, a program like that. Uh, I don't know, Claude, if you want to, to expand on that, but yes, yes. yes. the so, idea is to, to grow Metapool. It is a two-way street, right? It is projects that are being built on Ethereum, that can help the Metapool ecosystem grow. Yes, we're totally open to it, right? It's, 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 we, we can't say it's chain agnostic. Right now it's multi-chain. So if you're building, like I said, on Aurora, on, on, on Ethereum, on, on Q Network or on Near, there's, it, it costs you nothing to, to uh, uh, propose, right? Uh, to send a proposal. And, and I believe here, um, Francisco, you wanna pin, pin uh, the MP Dow grants uh, link over in, in, in this, um, Twitter spaces, that'll be great. Um, and so, so folks can, can understand a little bit more on it. But yeah, it's, it's open to everybody. Uh, that is on the chains that we're building right now, so. Yeah, that's cool. Grants programs are like particularly powerful these days, especially. So um, yeah, guys, thank you for, for coming on again. Is there anything that you want to mention uh, as we part ways? <laughs> anything about Metapool coming up? Yes, so, so we're one of, the big th one of the big things we've done last year, we actually we announced it at um, uh, Dev Connect uh, during Staking Summit, is that we are supporting um, the new ecosystem to become more decentralized. And that's something we want to do also on Ethereum. Uh, we're going to work with that, hopefully with SSB networks as well. But we're onboarding enterprise node operators uh, to the near protocol ecosystem. And so that's something for that might not be totally related right now to Jern, but I believe that decentralization is important. It is why we're building on top of these uh, different blockchains and it should be core, core for every platform that is building on top of any, any blockchain technology, right? How are you helping decentralization? I think Jaren is doing a great job here by their with their YE token and diversifying uh, delegation of Ethereum as well by supporting different liquid-staking tokens. And so, so this is something that is core to us, right? And when we go to any, any blockchain uh, protocol, we want to support that, right? We want to support decentralization. We want to support the community. And I think this is something that is that we believe will drive sustainability for Metapool DAO, but more importantly, impact for regions, right? And this, I'm going to quote my, my co-founder on this one, right? Um, we're, build, we're building tools for survival in, in emerging markets, right? Right now, um, for, for most people living in Western countries, um, something as well maybe now in the u.s you're feeling a little bit the same right with the with this hyperinflation and whatnot 
but for emerging markets, it, you, you cannot have a savings account in your own fiat token. It is just impossible. It, it, it doesn't make any, any financial sense. And so we want to build these tools for this new generation of, of, of uh, citizens or digital citizens to retain, control, and own all of the value they create online or in their digital format. And so if you are aligned with that vision, please uh, reach out to us, right? Tell us how we can collaborate. Tell us how you want to see us grow in your region. Very much focused in emerging markets. But anyhow, so this is this is what Metapool is, what Metapool does, and more importantly, where, where Metapool is heading. So really excited to be heading over to DAPCON in Bangkok and really see uh, the, the South, uh, North and Southeast Asia and exploring it as well and getting to know the German uh, community over there as well. So Corn, <laughs> definitely let's plan something for, for DAPCON uh, uh, during a, a having a non-alcoholic beer in in East Denver. <laughs> Lucio, you want to wrap that, this up as well? That, that's all, everything you said is important. Like that's a huge addressable audience, and yeah, I agree. Needs more attention, and I know like you guys are traveling all over the world, talking about Metapool. So that's good, and I'll definitely see you in Denver. <laughs> yes, and and one last thing, right? We are launching uh, localization for the Metapool DAP. So you will get the DAP in um, what, what is this, a simplified Chinese or, man, or Mandarin, uh, of course, Spanish. Uh, everybody at the, from the Metapool uh, DAO speaks Spanish, Portuguese as well. And so we got three languages that we're, we're going to be supporting. And so this is just one small step we're taking into helping bring this uh, tool for digital value creation to emerging markets. So Lucio, you want to wrap this up? No, no, it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Just the, the idea that we intend to create this, this tools for survival and to facilitate. And this, this is something that, that we were discussing about the, the roadmap 2024. We believe that, uh, the next revolution, or I'll say that the, the crypto revolution will be really deployed when you have a, a large number of sovereign individuals, people that are capable of, of, of keeping their own keys and managing their own money, and the really own money, not in the bank, in your kids, and uh, their own data. But in order to be there, you need to help people reach that point. I think everybody here, everybody in Web3, we are used to, we know how to manage keys. We, we, we are enthusiastic, if you like. But if you really intend to onboard 1 billion users, it looks like it won't happen just by trying to teach people to open accounts and manage five keys in five different blockchains. So we're also trying to create the, the tools to help onboard people from, mm -hmm. uh, from the basics into becoming a sovereign individual. Yeah, tools for survival. That is, that's a powerful message, but I get it. Well, thank you for coming on, guys. I, uh, I appreciate it. And for everybody, uh, if you're a staked YETH holder, you've got two days to vote. Um, there's two uh, inclusion votes up, one for Metapool, one for Redacted. So take a look.
And uh, thank you, everybody, for coming on. I will be back with uh, more Wyeth Twitter spaces in the next epic. Thank you very much, Corn, for your support. And also check out the Give It Quadratic funding round we're doing as well. So it's all about giving back to the community and helping it grow. So definitely um, check that out. And Corn, uh, I'll see you in a couple of days, man. Uh, I'll bring something from 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 uh, from the Metapool team to you. So be ready for some merch. <laughs> Thanks. See you soon, guys. Bye, everybody. See you. Thank, Thank you. Have a great kickstart to the week.